everybody. Welcome to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett. Everyone loves board. This is Rob at Dumb and Awful. This is Brad at Fizz for Shizzle. For whatever reason, with the, the COVID response thing that, you know, the horse can see the barn, there's no logical reason why that should be. Like, all indications are we've done nothing to fix it, so I'm sure things are still bad and are going to get worse in, in the winter, but that's not the way we're going. Like, we're opening up indoor dining like with everything is yeah we hit 200,000 today 200,000 deaths yeah. everything is back yeah. on track and it's just like when are we going to get back in the goddamn movie theaters huh so it, it there's a little bit of brain fogginess where I'm like am I going crazy should I be going more crazy <laughs> I have so few inputs like trapped in this submarine with Brett here that like <laughs> the, the the one differentiated input I have is the the form the food that I'm shoving down my gourd in place of emotional resonance or resilience the form that food takes essentially uh, and so I've been mixing it up a lot and just becoming the fattest podcaster in the game. <laughs> Are you accumulating mass? <laughs> I actually thought I am probably by mass the largest podcaster <laughs> I know of. And I couldn't think of I, the biggest boy because I was I was listening to Come Town the other day. I have nothing to all I do is just like listen to podcasts and 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 uh, waste time. Like I still have a job, thank God. But like, so I was listening to a podcast and Stav was like, "Yeah, man, I'm like up to two fifty five right now. I don't know when this was, <laughs> but I was like, hmm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely like I, right now I'm six seven. 260 and i put the height first because i think that should be like an ameliorating factor but i know it's still not good that's the sort of guy where like if i got my picture taken next to a professional wrestler you'd be like who are those two normal looking dudes <laughs> those two people seem similar and, and one's a little fatter <laughs> sorry big show but you've had plenty of years to work on it <laughs> Got to be like a sports pro or podcast out there with some like you know absolute whale of a Chicago Bears fan, who's yeah, just like sitting there in the same sweatshirt he wore in the eighties with Ditka, and like with covered in grease stains that he's never you know washed out. Yeah, and, and then who would be competing with me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're definitely the biggest leftist podcaster because most of them seem pretty small, short wise. I'm a small social. <laughs> I'm going to pick you up and put you in my pocket next to all those Cheetos. <laughs> Snack on both of you. <laughs> I'm rapidly becoming the overweight category. Yeah, but you've said you can like gain or lose weight like, you know. Oh, yeah. 16 pounds of this was this week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Holy shit. We've been tracking it. Brett's like, this, is ex this isn't healthy to do. I, I stopped looking because every time I looked at the chart, it just was, it jumped by five pounds one direction or the other. I'm like, it's okay. I, I could drop 20 in like two weeks. He's like, that's not better. That's not a better thing <laughs> yeah, to do. Those aren't good things. That's called disordered eating, I guess. Gives you something to do, you know. Days are long. <laughs> no, but what are you talking about? You're talking about McGovern and brainworms. This oh, is, this oh, is what yeah. I, I walk through the living room. This is what I got. All the boomers, even the lefty boomers, still have the same thing where they like they care so much about dumb Facebook insults and like stupid bullshit from ages ago that I had someone in yelling at me about McGovern. I was Wait. just like, who gives a fuck about McGovern? Like, like 1984, yeah. George McGovern? I was just like, who fucking, no one gives a shit about McGovern. They're like, I was 13, I was working on his campaign. I was like, I. Okay. 
And then I used the word Democrat instead of Democratic as an adjective. And apparently that's a Facebook slur or well, right wing thing. slur here's for Democrats. The, the, like, the, the repugnant, the repugnant kins they the, the trumpkins orange cheetos they they don't they'll purposely get wrong and you know they did this at the rnc too my my nephew sent me a, a meme on this they'll say democrat when it's democratic party or no they'll say democratic when it anyway that's a great slight to the because they're not even saying the name of our party right which yeah, is yeah. disrespectful they they do it they do it because the republicans say that there's nothing actually democratic about the party so they only use the word yeah. democrat it's like, I, I, hate don't when they own us I like don't that. care Dude, yeah, but you know, like Frank Lutz probably got paid $10 million to come up with that, you know? In like 1981 and then never did anything since. Like, we haven't had to change anything. It's just the same fucking cycle. Yeah, I, I just, I, it's just very funny to me that like I would give a fuck about any of those things in this current moment. Like that's so, who gives a fuck about McGovern? Everything's burning. You were saying like they're like that. You know they use that against us that as a slur in the McGovern campaign, and you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's just because I found this thing from Hunter S. Thompson where it's just him bitching about the lesser of two evils from the Nixon campaigns, where he's like, I don't know, man. Like obviously, like we got to get Nixon out. That's a big thing this time. But like they always keep telling us that they've been telling us that for twelve years, and I, you know, it's just more mediocrity. It's just another loser going to get in there, and everything's just going to keep getting worse. It's like, oh, I mean, it's cool to know that they've literally been doing this since the 70s. Yeah. But but because something from the 70s popped up, every boomer fucking found it to bitch about it. Like, I don't care. I just thought it was interesting that nothing changes. I don't actually want to hear about your time in the 70s. I, I mean, I try to have some sympathy because everyone is a victim of their own circumstances culturally. Of, of course, of course, for like some part of the American electorate that has lost its mind, a Farrah Fawcett quote circulating on Facebook yeah. is like tier one, a urgent <laughs> political commentary that needs to be addressed and consumed. Right. Like and, and for good reasons, because that was, that's like, if, if we're only communicating through these like abstracted symbols or like cultural reference points to each other, if that's the only uh, common language we have, because facts and what is reality we have no metaphysical coherence or agreement whatsoever mm. like at least tribal cavemen pointing at the lightning god could basically get on the same page on that <laughs> as an organizing principle we have fucking nothing so the fact that enough people recognize farrah fawcett it's actually a useful communication tool yeah we need to find a way to like really break through and rebrand uh jane fonda away from like hanoi jane who went you know and <laughs> Post with the VC in Vietnam and somehow caused us to lose that entire war and get Nixon reelected in 72. There's definitely some liberal boomer somewhere that on his deathbed, he reads a Slate article that's just like, the Hanoi Jane article needs to be sent to bed. And he's like, oh, my work has been done. We've won the <laughs> argument. <laughs> in the last moments of his passing, that's the shibboleth that he cares so much about. Imagine being 65 years old, seeing somebody reference bernie sanders somewhere and being like oh god i worked on his campaign when i was in my 20s that's gonna happen though that's i that will happen yeah. to you and it is happening to you and it's already happened like i here's an example so this is going back a little bit but if you remember from like maybe 05 to 10 there was like the hipster runoff era, which was this proto hipster where like you'd wear, it wasn't quite rockabilly, but it was very like stick and poke tattoos, bandanas. Maybe yes. I'll ride the rails over and then get picked up by my uncle who lives in Southern Alabama as a dealership. It's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, We can call the police if anything <laughs> bad happens. You know, like 
that sort of hipster i mean that was like what was big when when i went to college and there was this sort of affected thing of using uh old-timey adjectives for things where it'd be like righto neat uh cool or i guess cool is normal but like, <laughs> uh capital like yeah capital like that idea. sort of shit or even yeah. like 70s they would just be like dope fresh like that's I, boss yeah and I, I would just start doing that back, you know, in, in the same way that when someone would be like, damn, this nug is dank, you could be like, oh, yeah, is it dank, bro? <laughs> is that the dankest nug? Just to, like, rub in how stupid any attempt to communicate with another human is, regardless of context, <laughs> really punishing that sort of pro-social behavior. And so I started doing that, and now I'm a grown man, and it's, it's spread to the people around me. I hear Brett do it sometimes. I'll be like, uh, hey, man, did we... Uh, did we mail that out? And he's like, yeah, I got that. And I'll be like, word. And I'll be like, dope, good. I wanted to get that. We don't think it's cool to talk like 90s MC DJs, but that just made its way in and it's not going anywhere. I will be, <laughs> you will be 70 years old, Brett, just like, Brett, I, I'm, I'm going to meet you on Tuesday and you'll be like, word. And you'll have so lost the, the thread of why that happened. You won't remember, but you'll be doing it just reflexively because of some ghost of an experience of the past. And that's what all the boomers on Facebook are doing <laughs> for all of politics. It's our fate. When you talk to boomers about like the, you know, the main things that happened in their like 20s and 30s or whatever, you compare it to what's happened to us since like 2001, like every single fucking like generation identifying moment that has happened since then, none of it has been good. All of it has been awful. All of it has been completely catastrophic we've been at war for 20 years you're like hey hey mom like what was your big thing she's like well we had this oil crisis one time and i couldn't get gas <laughs> for a month and a half i do understand we had to see a man someone we believe to be a man sit in front of us and tell us that we 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 had to wear sweaters and that it might be a little colder inside it was a disgrace there was a national stain on our psyche I, I, my mother looked at me one time and I was, was bitching and, you know, whatever. I'd been drinking. I try not to talk to her, but it happens. And she's like, Brad, you have no idea what it was like for us. 7% interest rates. Hello. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> fucking. That's how your God. mom talks. <laughs> yeah, she was drunk too. Yeah. Gail gets lit. It's real dope. Word. Your, your mom talks like a, a 2002 era Fox animated gay character. <laughs> My, I think she she stopped at uh, Clueless starring Alicia Silverstone, and that was sort oh, of so like the end. Oh, she's predating it. She's going back to the original. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. She thought that was the, the peak of comedy and communicative ability, and so you know. But that's the same. I don't it. blame her. Yeah, because yeah, I, you know? she just start somehow. She ended up getting hooked on later than us. We're on fucking DJ Jazzy Jeff. She's on Alicia <laughs> Silverstone. I don't blame her. And whenever she does it, she at least thinks of like Paul Rudd. And what when we do it, we just think of like early two thousands hipster music, like Interpol. <laughs> like, <laughs> but speaking of Paul Rudd, excellent transition. I did I did not see coming. But did you see he, for the state of New York, he put out a PSA. Yep. They had a minute, and Paul Rudd wanted to do something for charity. So it's like, hello, fellow kids. And he wears a hat and he goes, I'm a cool millennial and I need to let you guys know that like the college parties could spread COVID and we need you to wear masks. And it's like, you under millennials are like 36 years old. They're not in college <laughs> parties. But it's just because fucking Cuomo and the, the political class are still, the young people they blame 
for everything has also become completely fixated as the millennials, such that 15 years have passed, and when they're making a PSA for young people to take COVID more seriously, they're still talking to people who are like getting close to retiring from the military. <laughs> I I cannot. I'm a millennial, and I cannot like sleep for eight hours without throwing out my back. And Paul Rudd is talking to me, and I'm sure there's DNC money behind it, as if I'm like some 19 year old kid who's smoking cigarettes at the gas station and like looking to steal Cheetos. Oh no, that was a, my taxes paid for that. That was an official <laughs> uh, state of New York Cuomo endorsed. Hell yeah! The young people need to know that it's time to take this seriously, and it specifically calls out millennials. <laughs> you know, you know, a lot of people gave him shit where he took all of the donated masks and turned them into like a twenty foot tall like. <laughs> oh, I remember. Like this collage. is all he does. These crafts. <laughs> you could tell he was like, "Well, we've got Paul. Yes, that one, and he's willing to do a sketch." And they're almost certainly everyone got their idea in to say that they got Paul, they got a line in the Paul Rudd thing because it's just all over the place. It's we got fifteen cultural signifiers that were basically played out on a. Forbes listicle like 10 years ago let's bring them back for the benefit because again this isn't for young people it's for the benefit of moms and dads and grandpas on Facebook to go like oh look they had to get the Paul Rudd you know how the millennials love him if, if Kuma hadn't gotten into politics he'd just have a show on TLC and a giant Pinterest board of him just doing crafts with dumb bullshit lying around the house we don't have to do that hypothetical because there is another Cuomo and they just gave him a network show <laughs> Or I guess sure. a cable news show, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny how, how everyone in media is directly related. Whether it's making movies or directing or writing or Broadway. It's just all the same fucking nepotism. Yeah, it's the same like eight families. It's the same, you know. And like any actor you look up, just like look up, you know, who their parent is. Even Captain fucking America, who recently showed us his dick to the whole world. It's you know family is politically connected. Iona Presley like you know primaried his mom or his dad. I can't remember which one it was. Like all these people are connected. I don't know what I was fucking thinking trying to get into that. My parents are nobodies. <laughs> Gail doesn't have any connections. God she was in the Gail. the fucking interest rates and the energy crisis that ruined her career. What could have been? <laughs> Being a clueless bimbo, but like. Only, but your only reference point being finance kind of is the national thought of the United States. Like, what do you mean? The, the line on the screen is going up. It only what ever more goes do up. you want? It's just like that sort of superficial, uh, it hurts to think, finance obsessed. Like, well, you know, the I can't wait till Biden gets in and we have to hear about oh. the deficit again. It's going to be so sick. Sick. Word. Yeah, no, exactly. Do you see? I, the thing is, when it was cool to say that, I would have never said that. I would never have like earnestly put on Sublime and been like, my friend, this is sick. But now, as an adult man, I, I don't know. Maybe it, it's like subconsciously reminding me of the passage of time. It's like my own cringe memento mori that I can do just <laughs> for myself every single day. I mean, other than waking up, which is the most cringe memento mori anybody does each day. Yeah, but it's not necessarily uncool to say that. Like, I don't, I just don't think you'd even get a reaction. Like you, just like you said, you know, it's just a thing. No, that we well, say. yeah. Well, thankfully, I'm so far outside of the band of like, like. There's a period where you're a kid where you can go places with your parents and you're like, I'm just a kid. I, I don't know. Or if you're like a DNC commentator, apparently you can be like, I'm just a kid. I don't know. That's <laughs> God. those are the two people that can do that. 
But then you get a little bit older, right? You're like a preteen and you're just like, man, I can't, I've got a corn shirt on. I can't rep this corn shirt and be with my mom at Costco. So you kind of have to like back up a little bit. You got the hoodie that you can pull up. And then you get to college and you're just like, okay, everyone here is, is underweight and extremely anxious, but you know what? I'm reinventing myself. So I got to, I'm going to monitor my language. I'm going to be cool again. Right. And then like in your mid late twenties, you start hanging out at least here in New York with like, you know, people with like bold names and you're, you got like private tables and you want to make sure that, you know, if you're going to keep doing these sorts of things, you know, that you fit in, you don't want to be a distraction to people's vibe. And so you have a little bit of that too. And you're like, Oh man, I want people to think I'm being like corny, corny. Here's some some vigilance there. And then you hit 30 and you're just like, slow ride, <laughs> which is, a, I don't even know how that song goes. That's before my time, but who cares anymore? Just say whatever. Cause no one, no one's getting a reaction from anything you're doing anymore. You ancient <laughs> fuck. Just shut up. <laughs> like the most effective thing you can do is just shut up. Cause no one needs to hear it anymore. But the most fun thing is like you said, just start throwing shit out there for you because it does not matter what their reaction is. We also is. managed to hit 30 right when nothing Writ large, nothing you say matters at all or could possibly register in this fucking ecosystem. So it's just like, yeah, sure, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Who cares? I feel like yeah. I... 2015, 2016, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like nothing, ma nothing fucking matters. Generationally, <gasps> I walked out of this movie at the moment where they threw the ring into Mount Doom. Like, I've been told <laughs> that there's going to be another 50 years of prologue before this thing's over. But like, I, I got it. Like, I don't need to see the rest of this shit. He gets on a boat. I don't know, whatever. There's there's like four more endings, man. It's like nah, it's what it's fine. I'm good. Yeah, I basically got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're walking out before like we get John Ossoff and Pete Buttigieg running together on a unity ticket to unite the privileged white straight male and the privileged white gay male for the 2024 election when they lose to Tom Cotton or who the fuck ever. And that's going to be when Frodo gets on the boat to go to the Undying Lands or something. I don't know. Look, I got to use payphones, see the president talk about getting his dick sucked, and then just fucking ride the entire length of the creation of the internet from absolute psycho space that you'd be embarrassed to engage with in any serious way to just whatever I just said, repeat it back again, because <laughs> that's what it is now. <laughs> Somebody, but now our parents are on it. I have this political media class I'm in right now because I, you know, why not? Sure. And uh, someone actually asked me, like, what do you, how are you, how do you just know all the stuff off the top of your head, like for some of the the people that come up? Because talk about Frank Luntz and stuff. And I was like, oh, I've literally been paying a to pol paying attention to politics since like 2000 because of florida and they're like all right well do you have like places you go and it's like the same place for 15 or 17 years yeah, I'm now not, I'm not, the same yeah, I'm online forum <laughs> like i just i was gonna say uh, if you aren't still if you aren't doing that if you haven't managed to do that and i just i i can't i can't bring myself to it it's like looking into the forums equivalent of the portrait of dorian gray <laughs> <laughs> So when, when people ask me, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I genuinely don't know where any of this comes from because all the, like, blogs and news sites that I would fastidiously curate and consume every single day for, like, decades, that's all from an internet that is gone. Like, you can't <laughs> even find those that they just fucking poofed in the wind. Yep. 
the best thing about that forum is that like it's so old and so decrepit. There's two hilarious things. One is that like every single like work filter that's gonna block Facebook and Reddit or anything like that lets something awful right through because no one's ever <laughs> yeah. heard of it. It's just go- or or like they're all the old computer touchers are like having to laugh at each other at letting something awful go through when they design those filters. But the other part is like I was worried like someday you know what someone might look and see my uh like you know private messages or something on something awful. But apparently like the code is so bad that not even the current moderators or coding people know how it works. And so they just don't touch it because they don't think they can fix it if something went wrong. No one can access any old data from it because it's all buried under incomprehensible lines of code. It's amazing. Yeah, like it's just yeah, it's so shittily run that like it works. I like to think of the the northern gulls would quietly over the years watch the aqueducts that used to pump in you know the life-giving water and trade from the imperial core it watches it slowly dried up and crumbled and fell into dust in front of them like a, a powerful metaphor of the passage of time and how progress is not guaranteed and we have that only it's the something awful for us. <laughs> Uh, maybe you know what maybe the fucking arrow of time doesn't push towards progress i was thinking about the forums the other day because uh there's there's all the articles that came out about florida campaigning going crazy now right and one of them was talking about there's a ton of conspiracy theories now in in miami and in in latin now yeah well yeah uh in hispanic communities in general there's a ton of conspiracy theories being pushed uh but in south florida in particular there's been a lot and i was cracking up because one of the 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 conspiracy theories was that joe biden's a pedophile mostly pushed along with a video where it's it's cut together footage of him uh inappropriately touching young girls uh with like some lurid song over the top and i was laughing to myself because i was like yeah no all of that is true i remember watching c-span during the obama administration in the forums making fun of how creepy joe biden is with literally every young woman who came up because he did do the swearing ins as the vp and, and people just re- like record and play it back and be like, yeah, look, it's every family. Every time there's a young woman, he puts his hands all over her. It doesn't matter wh- how old she is or how young she is. And it's like, yeah. So it's not a conspiracy theory. He's a fucking sex creep. You play it back like you're watching a highlight film. Just like, now look at the hand. It's in his pocket. Now it's caressing her hair by her neck. <laughs> and that's the sort of play you only get from Joe Biden. Anyway, uh, back to you, Marv. <laughs> Marv Albert. He was Marv a guy Albert, who... who- he, also yeah. had a yeah. <laughs> That's yet another reference to I assume a sexual impropriety that in the '90s was somehow meaningful, but now nobody gives a shit about. Yep. Yeah, like what he wears women's underwear. Like, yeah, good on you. Good Is on you, Marv. Was? Yeah, yeah. He just he liked to dress up in women's clothing and hire prostitutes. Oh, Marv Albert, pimp. We need the <laughs> yeah. we need the Bring Marv Albert rehabilitation yeah. project. Oh my God! And then the Biden, like you know, the 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 Democrats or the Republicans whipping out this cheap ad. This was a fucking Daily Show ad and or a skit in like two thousand nine. Like yeah. I was, I watched that same thing and I kept expecting John Stewart to like you know mug the camera and make a face and all the liberals going, ha, 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 ha. yeah, nothing bad will ever happen again. But yeah, it's funny to me that that's considered a conspiracy theory, and it's like no, that's just. They just edit together footage from, I can send you the full C-SPAN video and you can watch four straight hours and tell me at the end of it if you think Joe Biden is not creepy as fuck with every woman he ever comes across. It's the Brett four-hour megamix.avi and he keeps putting it on a a thumb drive. I don't want to watch it. (laughs) I'm going to fire up Kaza and find... (laughs) 
<laughs> Brett, Brett narrating our, our fucking future president molesting underage girls on live fucking television in the halls of government. Again, I remember this vividly, so it's so difficult. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a conspiracy theory at all. It's so difficult uh, like to deal with all the dim bullshit with Biden because it's it's like a familiarity breeds contempt thing. Like I've been watching politics long enough that he's been terrible forever about every single thing. And so having to get the like, he's actually an empathetic man with progressive policies. Like, no, having paid attention to politics at all at any point in the last decade. And you know, that's utter horseshit. They're like the guy that started at NASA as like a, a rocket scientist coincidentally at the same time as Operation Paperclip going like, <laughs> <laughs> All this German, these German guys are, they are whip smart and friendly. Why are they so friendly? Man, it's, these guys are great. Don't, not looking back at all into the history of things, just going like very presentable. You know, they're older, but I think they, they're leaders. That's <laughs> we should hear them out, learn from them. But that aside, uh, he's having so much trouble with uh, Hispanic voters across the board right now, which is so funny. It stems from the Biden campaign's decisions to uh, largely treat an entire ethnic voting bloc um, as persona non grata because they dare to vote for Bernie. Like you right, can tell, because of Nevada, because of what happened. In exactly. Nevada. It's it's the same as like Hillary with Michigan. She they're still pissy that they lost a state uh, because of a group of voters, and they're like, "Well, fuck you! I'm not going to reach out now." Uh, so it's it's super funny to see now them being like, "Oh shit, he does genuinely have a problem." And South Florida is the one that we we'll talk about because everybody is still under a delusion that he's going to win Florida. Like, it's not going to happen. Internally, they must be a little bit concerned because they did just take $100 million from Bloomberg. Remember we'll that see guy? if that money comes through. Remember, well, I mean, I, I think it'll probably come through just because Bloomberg stepped in to help Biden or himself uh, kill the whole progressive push. And now it is in... Bloomberg's best financial interest to see Biden win. Like it, it tracks. There's a, a consistent pattern of behavior there. Why wouldn't Biden get a hundred mil from Bloomberg? Yeah, I still don't think he actually gets the full money though. We'll see. You, we can see who's right here. I don't actually think Bloomberg pays most of that out. I think it's like he drops twenty million in ads or some sort of fucking get out the vote campaign and then fucks off. Like one of the biggest things that Bernie was doing was he was reaching older Hispanic voters through their younger like kids and grandkids. Yeah, And so that was his way in. They were like, no, 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 you need to get involved here. This is what we're seeing. This is what we're doing. And it, and it came out. He blew away Nevada. He had Chris Matthews like preparing to get like dragged to the gulags. He was so terrible. I am and once so when, again asking for your abuela. <laughs> <laughs> so when now that you have the double, like not only has Biden gone out and said like, ah, if you don't care about the border wall, you know, I'm not going to have that. Listen, Jack, you go vote for the other guy. Like whatever, I'm whatever. But now he's also like telling the youth to fuck off. He's giving us nothing. And so it's like this 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 double effect, this compounded fuck up where like not only are you pissed off the older Hispanic voters, but the young kids that would have got them to vote are also like, yeah, you know what, buddy? Fuck you. You know? Yeah, they pulled in every single person who ran for president at the DNC except the Hispanic guy who criticized Biden. Fuck you, Castro. I it, it, it is even outside of like their inability to do well with Hispanic voters uh, in like specific regions like South Florida. He's not going to win Florida, right? You're like, so sure of this Florida thing. He's not going to win Florida. I'm agnostic. I don't know. He's not going to win Florida. There's no way. Why? Because the only way, the only time Florida is remotely a swing state is if you have massive enthusiasm for you as a Democratic candidate. It defaults Republican. 
at every single level, Florida will default Republican unless you have somebody genuinely people can get excited about, right? Which is why it's basically only been Obama for a while that has bothered to win Florida, or make it even competitive. It's like that's how it's going to go. You're not Biden's not going to suddenly swing the whole state, especially not. Gillum, Gillum was was good. Gillum, Did he win? He got some enthusiasm. No, and he had the institutional advantage of being bisexual, which has been true <laughs> literally of the last like five governors. That is true. Actually. That's actually yeah. a competitive advantage for some reason in Tallahassee. Uh, that's <laughs> why everyone hates DeSantis. But there's still time, Ron. <laughs> He's not going to win Florida because, like, one, there's no enthusiasm. In general, if you don't have enthusiasm as a Democrat, like, you'll be lucky to win, period, which is where he's at now. But Florida also has a governor who's 100% going to spike the results. Like, obviously going to spike the results. Like, it's clear as fucking day. You saw the poll tax one on appeal, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's already, like, he's made sure the felons can't vote after they, after passed ballot measures to give felons the right to vote back a few years ago, which we've been covering repeatedly over and over on the show since it happened. They've been fighting it every step of the way, but they definitely won't be voting this election. That's out. Even outside of that, Florida is the home for all of these conspiracy theories. Like, they spread like wildfire there. So the fact that the Trump campaign has figured out being somehow the only people in politics savvy enough to use social media well... They figured out how to spam WhatsApps. That's what's going on in South Florida now. Is they're spamming WhatsApp message groups because that's what's popular uh, with the Hispanic community in South Florida, right? Because most of them don't have iPhones. So they're spamming the WhatsApp groups with conspiracy theories about like Joe Biden being a pedophile and QAnon bullshit. Like, yeah, that stuff's just going to spread through all of that community like it has in every other aspect of Florida. And like, it just locks the state in further into a group of psychopaths willing to vote for Trump no matter what. Their political worldview must be so much more fun. Like they're just living an alpha protocol where, you know, you, you just, you tie the boats up at, at the docks, you know, and, and then you, you watch the Miami heat and you drink some beers and you're living a pretty cool life. And that's, that's a normal South Florida life, you know, just getting by. Yeah. Then your WhatsApp group gets a, a random unsolicited message about how people that also believe in QAnon have discovered that Joe Biden is a pedophile creep and check out this link. That's so exciting. <laughs> if you were like some like far left fringe, like LARPing red guard person and your random WhatsApp group just got like a DM from someone who's just like, hi, I'm affiliated with Bernie Sanders and I want all of you guys to know that you're right about everything. <laughs> that would be such a thrill. And that's what that they get be. on the right all the time. Like if Bernie, if Bernie just texted you and it was just like, and Fred Hampton was assassinated and you're like, oh, okay, good. And Malcolm X too. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. the fucking police. I love getting these unsolicited group DMs from Bernie. <laughs> MK Ultra never ended. <laughs> I'm, I'm hallucinating right the fuck now. Um, they that like people attach themselves to conspiracy theories when they don't have like a sense of control over their lives, and it's it's if for whatever reason like it's easier for somebody to come up with these absurd conspiracy theories than it is to be like, oh yeah, systemically everything is fucked. They're at least finding communities, right? If you go, okay, this theory is kind of interesting. It reminds me of when I, I heard about indoctrination theory on Mass Effect 2 and it's just like, oh my god, there's like 11 hours of cool YouTube documentaries on this <laughs> and there's an entire Reddit forum? Hell yeah. I won't be having sex for at least another month. 
Oh, and of course that, we talked about what, the 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 boomers like doing callbacks. This is the same as like you know satanic panic in the eighties and nineties. Like it's the exact same thing where they believe that hair metal was telling kids to you know have babies and abort them and eat them or something like that. But to their credit, that's just as fantastical as as the demo the Democrat liberal one. It's just that they form into communities that have thousands of people and get to riff with each other, whereas you have to sit in a cubicle under fluorescent light. Uh, texting your mom that you're lonely and going like, well, maybe Biden will help me get a better interest rate on my student loans. Like the liberal fantasy is so much bleak, bleaker than the one where it's like a, a mountainous battle of good v evil. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, it is a satanic panic, but except now everything is collapsing. So life is even more out of control than it has been in the last 40 years. So it's far easier to buy into a conspiracy theory. Um, but like Democrats love talking about, you know, winning these blue states or these purple states like Texas and Georgia. Oh, God, but in what world are you winning Texas without getting every Hispanic vote there? Like oh, how, yeah. I, that's, how are that's... you how are you snubbing Castro and getting anyone in that state to come out for you? Are you fucking they, kidding me? They... Texans love Vanity Fair. And when they saw <laughs> Beto O'Rourke, that's when the state flipped. This will be in history books. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Sam Wang. He's this big uh, Princeton pollster guy. But in 2016, he was so dead wrong on Trump. He literally had to eat a bug because he was like, I the 99% chance Hillary Clinton's going to win. He's that guy. He had to eat a bug on TV uh, on top of the shame of just losing horribly. Shout out to Adam. <laughs> Rest in peace. He is now posting maps in which Arkansas is a swing state. And it's yeah. just like, what the fuck are you talking about, Sam? Swing State or Tire Swing State? My book is available from HarperCollins Publishing. <laughs> like, it's just delusion. Same with Georgia. Brian Kemp, by your own description of the last election for governor, stole the election. Unkempt, a history of voter fraud and our fraying American norms <laughs> by me from Penguin Press. <laughs> by your own admission, he stole the last election for governor, right? Like, he didn't win. He stole it. What makes you fucking think that won't happen for the presidency? Yeah, he did it three months later for Karen Hindle and John Ossoff. When yeah, all he's of done they, it repeatedly. Yeah, they went to recount the votes because it was so close. And Oh, man, they got deleted. Uh, sorry, guys. Better luck next time. Oh, yeah, that's right. They accidentally deleted all the hard drives of votes right after they got uh, subpoenaed for them. And we're like, well, they vanished. Maybe, Tough shit now. Maybe the state's girlfriend just uh, arrived unexpectedly, though, and they had to. <laughs> Alabama came home early. <laughs> Georgia had to make some moves. <laughs> the Texas, the Arkansas, Georgia, those are all very funny because it's like those are not those are up for grabs if only because all of the people at the top of the system have made it very clear that they will, even if it was close, they would just steal the election. I, I you know, I think I think Texas, like, man, you just okay, like Beto, I, he fucking sucks, whatever. Beto doesn't run for president, keeps his fucking head down. They have Bernie run for president instead, who the Hispanic votes love. You have Beto just go up against John Cornyn, you win Texas, and you get a Senate seat. Like, that's not fucking hard to do. Like, there, pay me, please. Like, I will take money in cash or credit, however you want to give it to me. More like, there are ways to win. If, if, oh, if you course. wanted to win, yeah, you would just go with burnt. You People know how to win. Like, this, they took a calculated risk here by killing the progressive wings so they could make a lot more money in fundraising and become the new GOP. It's not fucking complex. Oh, no, no, yeah. I know. No, it's like, it yeah, drives me crazy. It's just like, look, it's like someone coming into uh, a TV series and being like, so wait, what's going on? I'm not sure. I, uh, she seems like a, a bad guy. And it's like, this is episode two. Just watch 
one hour previously and you'll know what's going on. <laughs> we, we would not have to have this debate. I wouldn't have to explain this shit. It's funny because it's like if it was really as extraordinary as you say, it would be very easy for you to do the basics of like getting allies you normally ignore. Just say I'm for Medicare for all. You could just lie to through your teeth and get enough votes to win and then go back on it. Uh, or, or illegal weed, which that one's super funny because they're actually kind of trying to do that now. Chuck Schumer. That invisible family in Long Island told him it was time. Last year's too early. Well, Brett, Brett sort of was calling this as like a, a game of chicken between the mid-Atlantic states. Oh, it definitely is. They're finally saying, like, we're actually interested in decriminalization. We're interested in passing this and moving this along. Chuck Schumer came out and said, like, you know what? I think it's time. I think the people are ready. Joe Biden and Kamala both said, like, actually, we support this, which is hysterical because four fucking weeks ago, there was a whole article where somebody interviewed him about this and they were like, you know, I, we're very uncomfortable with any sort of decriminalization. But it's like, okay, maybe they're reading the tea leaves. We need to do this because if we don't, Trump might and then we're definitely fucked. Oh, then so, we're so fucked, yeah. Trump so, could win so, the election tomorrow if he did that. Exactly. So maybe they're like, we're reading the tea leaves. We need to do this. The next day, half of the House Dems went... Yeah, no, we're not doing this. Fuck you. There's under no circumstances are we doing this right now. In fact, the reason we shouldn't do it is because we should be passing stimulus. You know that thing that we took a vacation rather than deal with? That's what we should be doing instead of decriminalizing weed. So they couldn't even keep up the lie for one fucking day. They couldn't keep it up. It is amazing that the House of all people, I mean, the Senate, at least, you know, you have six years that people in the House are looking around and cannot read the fucking tea leaves enough to see that, man, we probably really should need to get ahead of this. Did you guys see the story about Elliot Engel <laughs> trying to get a poll for like the last week of his campaign against uh, Jamal Bowman? And the Bowman no, campaign was was challenging, so they got to use like a five thousand dollar just like fly by night pollster. But Engel had to use like DCCC official pollsters who charged fifty thousand dollars and got the poll <laughs> completely wrong. Showed him winning. Like Bowman ended up winning by fifteen points. Like those are the pollsters that they have to use. <laughs> And that's why they're like, man, I don't think now is the time for, you know, legal marijuana. I'm I'm from I'm from I'm from it, Georgia. I can't come out in favor of this. Are you kidding me? They also are still like even outside of the polling, they they don't want to do it just because of the cop unions. But they they're 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 it's purely just being terrified of the cops and the prison guard unions. That's all it comes from because there are states where it's it pulls at like 90 fucking percent. And the Dems are still like, I don't know if I want to pass this through the legislature. I like the Dems sort of sound like one of the Muppet babies. <laughs> I do have a, a fun article that's non-electoral stuff for you. Non, non, non-election bullshit. All right. Thank God. And it says, uh, FBI agent shot by booby-trapped wheelchair inside Southern Oregon home. They slipped by the minivan outfitted with the spring-loaded jaws of animal snares and avoided a circular hot tub turned on its side and designed to roll over trespassers who triggered a tripwire, something reminiscent of a scene from the movie Indiana Jones. But the FBI special agent and three state police bomb technicians never made it past the empty wheelchair inside the manufactured home they entered on the Southern Oregon property. With the slightest push, the wheelchair opened fire. I'm hit, the federal agent yelled as blood gushed from his leg according to a criminal complaint filed in a U.S. District Court. I mean, I guess no one really got severely injured. It seems like uh, a little flesh wound. So, you know, the fact that there's someone in Oregon just living out saw 
It's not even the most concerning thing that's going on in Oregon right now. Just just adult home alone. He has other stuff in here too where he's got adult a- home alone. Yeah. That's what the Saw franchise was. <laughs> <laughs> Starting Have you had enough? Are you ready for more? Let me see my daughter. Okay, <laughs> you big idiot. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's all it ever was. But no, this guy had spike strips at the bottom of his driveway, a rat trap rigged to fire a shotgun when someone tried to open the door to the garage. I don't mean to play devil's advocate, even though it is my innate racial trait as a white guy. Uh, I think, Brett, you are maybe looking at the story with a bit of whimsy because you're siding with the guy who did the booby traps uh, against federal agents, right? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, again, I hate to be this guy, but have we looked into anything about the guy that was trying to be apprehended? Because this is going to be way less whimsical if it's, like, a human trafficker with, like, plenty of bodies on him, you know? Oh, he was a scam guy. He was already in prison. It's just that he got re- they got reports that he booby-trapped a house, so they went in oh, to yeah. undo the booby traps and fucked up. So he, he was arrested. Uh, he was allowed out on bail, and then when he went to trial, his, his, yeah, uh, and booby-trapped his house, and so it came out that he had done that, so they went to the house. And I'm still sad that no one got rolled over by the hot tub that was designed like the boulder from Indiana Jones, because that's just Does nobody, fantastic. does he have no family or friends that he was so certain that the next group that was going to be there was the police. He put signs out on his lawn. That's how people knew to call the cops. He so literally he, put signs out that said, like, improvised explosives don't come in. <laughs> so wait, did the, did the hot tub roll? Yes, he had it on its side so it would roll downhill on you if you triggered the trap. Like, I'm just, like, imagining, like, this group of cops triggering it, but, like, he didn't get the the space correct, and so, like, it just rolled effortlessly and, like, harmlessly 10 feet in front of them, and they just sort of watched it, and they are like, all right, well, one down. The picture is a cop standing off to the side looking at that particular booby trap with boredom, yes. (laughs) <laughs> that one they caught though they were like oh yeah we caught that one we cut the tripwire it's fine it was the wheelchair that got him i'm glad this guy's in jail sorry to take a law and order stance here but i got enough on my mind going about day to day i don't want to have to deal with booby traps i don't care if you're a responsible booby trap creator or you, you've got signs up to warn me that there's booby traps i don't want that in my reality <laughs> That was like, look, all credit to the Vietnamese during that police action. But I always thought it was sort of <laughs> fucked up with the sticks. Like, come on. Like, we're all just trying to get through a war here. Can I not just, like, step through some palm fronds and get impaled on shit-covered sticks? That's not that's not a good way to go. Yeah, the stick, <laughs> the impalement is one thing, He's but you're sporting. giving me an infection as well. I'm already impaled by several sticks. They're very sharp. Do I also have to smell human feces while I'm down here? <laughs> <laughs> respect me, please, and I'll respect you. I guess drones kind of are the booby traps of the sky. <laughs> booby trapping from the sky. Obama's legacy <laughs> lives on. Booby trap of the sky is also my uh, uncle's pitch for a South Florida strip club. <laughs> I thought you were going to say early 2000s, like hipster rock bands. No, Land. it's a very particular uh, Bioshock Infinite mod. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a horrifying story for me. I don't know why. I, I I still think it's hilarious that a guy tried to set up a hot tub to roll over people. I don't know. That's one of those things where, like, when you see it in cartoons or on the game Mousetrap, you're like, ha, ha, ha. Even Home Alone, like, those people would have been 
brutalized by those traps in that movie. Just the ones in the movie. The dude's getting hit by paint cans that are flung at maximum velocity from multi-stories up. That's a brutal fucking film to watch as an adult, knowing what violence looks like. This guy, I would be so pissed off if a wheelchair shot me. <laughs> I don't like it. This is like the gun control debate with like a Kantian maxim thing where, yeah, it'd be great if everyone didn't have guns, but where we're at now, America, like there's just too many guns. It's yeah, fucking over. We're not, we're not, we're not going to do anything about it. Like that problem is not worth your time anymore. Right. Booby traps isn't there yet. Do I want to live in a world where it is more common than current or less common than current people building and distributing and fucking with booby traps? And I say, I want less common. So I think it's irresponsible to publish <laughs> this sort of story to our just melted brain listeners. Okay, mom. Yeah, again, if if mom came in and saw you building the essentially homemade IEDs, yeah. she should be concerned. In that example, you saying, "Okay, mom, you're being irrational." Having they Apple they made a fucking hot tub boulder that would chase someone in a wheelchair that shot at people yeah it's just hilarious it's not hilarious oh, it is this is where i think like having family from the appalachians makes me look at it differently because there's a long history of booby trapping your shit so federal agents don't come in oh absolutely like, that is absolutely like, that's say, like what you do it's the best song about it copperhead road yes He's, he sings about learning how to build tra uh, booby traps from the Viet Cong, and if they try to come steal his <laughs> weed he's gonna kill him and it's a great song <laughs> That's also, that's also one of my uncle's monologues. <laughs> <laughs> Booby traps exist to fight a far more powerful force. Like, that's why they were invented. That's why they continue to be used. They'll be used in America whenever the Civil War occurs. Like, it, it's, there's a reason IEDs became popular in Iraq and Afghanistan. If you can't fight the force uh, heads up, you have to be creative about how you're going about it. Booby traps are one of the easiest ways to do that. At this point, pretending it's not a police state and it's not you versus the cops feels diluted. So I don't really have a problem with people setting shit up and being like, all right, federal agents, we'll even things up a little bit. Come on in. Well, it's certainly a wacky story. So, so what's up next? Unrelated to this, there was this, uh, what I also found entertaining story in finance over the last like week and a half for this company, Nikola. Is as in the first name of Tesla? Yes. yes. It was, we were out of fucking ideas. And guess what we they do? Nothing. Electric trucks. Oh, well, wow. That, you know, what, you know what else they should do is drink poison. They don't do don't anything. Don't tell their families. Just go directly home and drink poison. So Nikola nominally makes electric trucks, right? That's the idea behind it. Um, they should drive them off cliffs together. <laughs> <laughs> they should all roll down their windows and put their hands out and hold each other's hands in one human chain as they power the accelerator right off the cliffs of Baja. Nikola is supposed to be a truck company that specializes in electric trucks. They last week uh, announced a deal, multi-billion dollar deal with GM. They are going to sell energy credits to GM, which allows GM to pretend to be less of a polluter. And in return, uh, GM was going to supply them with parts to build their trucks, right? Their stock skyrocketed. And then three days later, a report came out where main video showing off their product was apparently staged. So they have an electric truck and they filmed a video of the truck driving, except it wasn't actually driving. Uh, they pushed it to the top of a hill 
and then recorded it going down the hill, just rolling down the hill and edited it together in such a way that it looked as if the truck was driving. Uh, so they don't even actually have a working vehicle. And now it's plummeting so hard uh, and the SEC has opened up an investigation into them as well. Do you think the guys that did that, that like did that fraud there on the moment, you know, 67 degree day, they woke up, they had breakfast, they went out there, they got the thing up to the hill. Were they just hardened con men? So they were just like, we all know what we're doing. Let's go ahead and get up there, execute it. This is, there's a lot of money at stake here. It's corporate espionage. I hope it's not your first time. Or were they just like people that completely failed the class project and were like, oh, fuck, this thing does not run. What do we do? We need, this is the day. F fuck. Or it's it mostly that. Yeah. Oh, I, well, it's, I don't know if it's that so much. I mean, there's, there's clearly like they're just adrenaline response fear the entire time. <laughs> I mean, there's clearly like a lot of money to be made in overselling an electric vehicle to Silicon Valley, uh, venture capitalists. And it was sort of looking like that was going to be like the next place people put money for absolutely no reason. Um, but they don't even have a factory to build that fake car that doesn't run. So like, nobody stopped to ask, where did you guys build that exactly? And they're like, oh, we're, we're, we're you know, we, we've got, we've got a company we're, we're looking at. Uh, anyway, they were trying to sell non-existent energy credits to GM in exchange for GM using their existing uh, platform for electric cars to make their electric truck, which is good like business as long as it doesn't blow up in your face. My understanding from playing Persona 5 for over 10 hours now of Japanese history and mythology leads me to understand that there's an idea of kami, which is like the, the gods being in all things as sort of a, a baseline essence. I like to think of the concept of a kami of climate change, you know, a, a, a evil spirited oni creature that is imminent and, and staring us down with the eyes of oblivion. And Brad, you explaining to that fell beast what we're doing to combat climate change like you just did <laughs> just like and there was, so we had some climate credits they were fake but they should have been real and they could sell it to gm so here's in the 90s there was cap and trade and just <laughs> spiraling down the fucking drain into nothingness well you see in 71 the uh, cuyahoga river caught on fire outside of cleveland and the president created the epa as a way to sabotage his rivals just like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, like, <laughs> shit, I'm Wrong getting a drink. Uh, when you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> Their battery production, which is part of what they were selling, right? Uh, apparently, is also run by, of course, like the CEO's brother, who previous to that, uh, the most he had ever done was put in concrete driveways as an individual contractor. You know what the Saudis do, right? <laughs> is they're ridiculously wealthy sovereigns that are lower in like the plutocratic ranks or in the royal family, they just like get into gaming. Like they'll just spend 120 grand on an AWP skin. That's like a dragon that like shimmers platinum in game. Mm -hmm. Like the Saudis used to buy up all that shit on the steam store, all the limited editions. If you got a rare drop, you could sell it to Saudi Arabia. And that seems dumb, but like at least it's pure. It's saying I have a lot of money and this is how I'm enjoying it. It, it, there's a sort of like weird guilt-free quality to it 
that I wish our psychos over here in the West had. Because why does everyone have to like set up their son with the non-for-profit with like, oh, and it's sort of like Tesla, and then they have their dumb startup, which gets funding from someone else's think tank. Like all of this is just the same 1,000 families just circle jerking out sinecures for, the, for their like friends and families. And it's all just so meaningless and boring. Just enjoy yourself and buy skins or something. I, I can't. They need ever more money. We need to do a At least fucking... the working class benefits when like MBS's nephew needs a new AK skin. We need a we need a fucking Pinewood Derby ass electric car company to get all your fucking money from you. All just such sterile dorks. And we'll say the top ten clans on Clash of Clans are all Saudi. Like they just drop 10k <laughs> into that like it's nothing. Of course they are. Yeah, it's like how much better would it be if Peter Thiel just collected League of Legends skins? If he just ma- minded his business and just got all the Queen of Pain arcanas. I mean, there is the bit where they also just buy up American infrastructure, like all, all the parking meters in Chicago and shit like that. Okay, so there's one or two things wrong with Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I'd say, and you know, there's a whole 9-11 thing, but we won't get into that. I'm just saying they're ghoulish in a much more high style way. It's like we were saying with Cuomo earlier, like uh, this is how it works. If you're connected and wealthy, you just get to do whatever you want. You can hop in whatever media field you want. I actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Part of what I think the reason is the Republicans managed to like consistently beat the shit out of the Dems is that they definitely hand money to their rich, dumbass family members, but they don't let them run important aspects of their media that they leave to the hungry young psychopaths that they find off the street. You see Steven Crowder went to a union rally. Yes. It was just like, who wants to debate me on the actual facts of the labor movement? And they're just like, shut up, gay lord. There's one notable exception to that, and that's of course Tucker Carlson, whose family owns the Swanson yes. Food Empire. And he got his start on CNN in the early nineties because he was walking his dog in Central Park and just happened to meet a producer for CNN, and he lied and said that he was an expert on the O.J. Simpson trial, and they invited him up that night, Then <laughs> he went on TV. That's how that all this started. That was the last cool thing Tucker Carlson did. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one makes more sense, though. It's like a, a news anchor is a thing you can let your rich kid be, although him finding his way towards full right-wing populism, that's his own journey. Uh but all the people who run the like smaller orgs, like your Ben Shapiro's and stuff, James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe is another one of those dudes where it's like... Shapiro's dad is a huge DC power broker. O'Keefe's dad is a state attorney general in Louisiana who had you to fool, get... Brett. Yeah, who had <laughs> you fool, Brett. Who had to get his son off when James uh, broke into a federal courthouse to try to steal files in like 2012. You know nothing of Ben Shapiro's biography. <laughs> you absolute ape. Uh. You political non-humanoid, how dare you? Brad, shame this man for not knowing as much about Ben Shapiro's early childhood. You didn't know that James O'Keefe went to Israel to train with Mossad for some reason? That I did know. Yeah, that's His dad being an AG, I did not know. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an AG. His dad is, has some power. I mean, he's not poor by any means. That's I can't... extra funny because he's always described as having an apolitical upbringing. <laughs> if... if uh, yeah. I can't yeah. think of like, any, oh, any of these guys. Like Charlie Kirk, I'm sure his dad is somebody. Like who's Charlie Kirk's dad? The the Cyclops from the Odyssey, and that's why his face is like that. Because <laughs> he got the normal. I'm saying Charlie Kirk's dad is the Cyclops from the Odyssey, <laughs> and that he has a very tiny face on a giant Cyclops head, the head of a giant with a little man's face on it, 
It's even, weird looking. It's even weirder. Charlie Kirk's dad designed Trump Tower in New York. That's awesome. Fuck me. I hate it. Totally it. checks out. Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. Theory busted. It's not that they don't give jobs to their kids. It's just that they only manage to give them to the ones who are semi okay at the position. Because whatever you want to say about Shapiro, obviously, no, we he's just a only know human. about we just only know about the ones that are okay at the position because it's media. So the ones that fail just go get another fucking uh, bullshit job you never hear about. I'm like, just comparing to the Dems who it's like their entire party is stacked with fail sons who never leave and just keep failing and losing over and over again. There's at least something with like the O'Keefe thing where like he loses money if they if he fucks around too much, like all, all his funding from Mercer and stuff vanishes overnight. Right. Yeah, there is at least some competitiveness over there where you can fail in the exact same way and it doesn't matter. Chelsea Clinton will be accepting the Democratic nod in like twelve years. Yes. <laughs> Whereas like Tucker Carlson could actually be eaten by some other media person and that's the end of his political career. Oh, hundred percent. They cut him out in a second as long as they it's would no absolutely. Yeah. Maybe it is just that is that they're more than happy to burn you out if you stop being useful to them because you're coming from a decent amount of money and power, but it's the billionaires running the show there. So they're like, if you don't fucking give the goods every, every week, every month, every year, if you're not giving me the fucking returns, which in this case is more psychopaths doing crazy shit. Like Ben Shapiro uh, has a has a fucking requirement he's got to meet of so many mass shooters every year, and it's not looking good this year. He might lose funding. Yeah, fucking COVID, man, fucked him up. It's the same reason they're more uh, welcoming too, because if you want to like do the pivot to the well, actually, you know, I'm about freedom now because of the toxic left. Like there'll always be money there as long as you can draw eyeballs and actually get people energized yeah it's how candace owens got there she was she was like a, a vague liberal and then got big enough for one post and realized there was money involved and pivoted as hard as she could liberals do not want to get people energized because then they might get <laughs> energized about something and they're not in the something business i think my That's true glenn beck has like gone from like a weird like mormon convert to catholicism no an adult convert to mormonism who had a show on cnn who went crazy on fox news in 2008 who got outflanked from the right uh, during the beginning of the Trump presidency and vanished for awesome. two years and is now back and is now crazier than ever. Like, it, there's no, like, weren't you, like, something different before? Ah, whatever, fuck it. You're saying what I like now. Like, get on there. Come on yeah, in. I'm going to read The Blaze. I'm going <laughs> to listen to your podcast. I mean, you got to keep it constantly turning. That's what they're doing with Drudge. Drudge dared to say something bad about Trump, and they basically went like, fuck you, Drudge. We've kept your dog shit looking website afloat forever because it served our needs, but like, fuck you if you're not going to deliver the goods. Which, good. Fuck Drudge Report. Drudge Report, for those who don't remember, literally exists because he helped break the story about Monica Lewinsky, and his website looks the exact same as it did that day. And who leaked to him about Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> That I don't remember. Newt Gingrich? Brett Kavanaugh. Jeffrey Epstein. Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> that I didn't know. That's hilarious. Fucking Brett Kavanaugh did that. Really? It's, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. Man, it took him a long time to reward that guy, huh? There's well, like a thousand people that control everything, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, like... Oh, yeah. And there's no, there's no, like, cool, coordinated lizard person cabal. It's just like a thousand people who all happen to have way too much material resource because they've inherited it yeah and they just fuck around more or less in a pro-capital sense but 
the system's so rigged in their favor that they accumulate even if they do nothing or fuck up as hard as they possibly can. <laughs> yeah. And so they just will keep bubbling to the top of class society forever. One person will, you know, not be present in Dallas for the JFK assassination and now they're the president. Now their son's the president. Now it's fucking Brett Kavanaugh's tipping off Ken Starr about Monica Lewinsky. Even they're criminals, because even when the Dems get the chance, they don't actually lock them up. So the only reason Roger Stone is still around is because nobody ever did anything. Roger Stone is still just partying. Oh, God, Oh, yeah. and now he's like straight up giving advice for how Trump can seize the election. And everybody's freaking out, and they're like, why isn't he in jail? And it's like, well, because he got pardoned. And then before that, you let him survive all the way from Nixon with nothing. Nothing on his record. Like, how is that possible? You let every single person from Nixon just walk away. Like, that's on you guys. I, I'm glad we got the bottom of those snake emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, for all the people who don't ever go away, Roger Stone's at least delightful. We yeah, he's, he's, he's like Saudi Arabia in a person. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the Democrats had a Nixon. I wish there was just any- somebody competent and who didn't give a fuck and was really like doing good things to cover up a sex scandal that they had because it all works out in the end. You do have a Nixon. It's uh, LBJ. And the only reason he got in in the first place was because someone died. They didn't actually want to get him in there. It's the only reason you got someone very competent who could get shit done. Also the bribes. He bribed a lot of people. That man. Oh, a ton of people. Oh, and dude, physically yeah. intimidated oh, people. Yeah. And sexually harassed people. <laughs> like, yeah, he was a monster. Yeah, but he see, he at least like sexually harassed men and women. So, you know. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone's Everyone. getting sexually assaulted by LBJ. <laughs> Doesn't matter who you are, LBJ is going to talk about his big ass dick and then put it on you. <laughs> You know, my name is Spanish for you know, my name is Spanish for Mexican blowjob. Now let's talk about this bill. <laughs> Just living life like a '90s R&B singer. Yeah. He's yeah, he's the only one they've had who's been ruthlessly competent. And again, he just uh, fell into it as VP. So that they've made sure from there on out to never put a VP who is good or competent on the ticket. Only vapid morons. I'm trying to think: has there been a good VP? The other one would have been FDR's I mean, Dick original. Cheney fucking. Well, that's Republican. FDR's original VP was amazing. That's why they had to knife him because he was super progressive. Uh, and actually, like, he his whole bit, he was the guy who would be like, yeah, your boss is a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Actually, Wall Street's the biggest fascist I know. I, the Nazis are a problem, but these motherfuckers are just as big as a problem. So they were like, all right, well, this guy's got to go. Uh, and that was back when they didn't pretend to give people votes yeah, for the Hen- party that nominations. Was, that was Henry Wallace, yeah. He was... Yeah. Henry Wallace was awesome. Uh, absolutely beloved as well. That's why they like the first chance they could get, they got him the fuck out of there uh, and put in Truman instead. Uh, well, I mean, the, the best was, uh, you know, William McKinley was like this really like boring ass guy that nobody liked. And like, he was just sort of like this asshole that no one could stand. And so they were like, well, we need to get somebody as a vice president who can give a good speech. And is like a woohoo. And he's like sort of like a fun guy that we can send out. You know what? And uh, mm-hmm. William Harrison, uh, or excuse me, William McKinley died uh, immediately, like getting to office. And that let Teddy Roosevelt become president he was that guy like he was just a drunken disaster who like you know took his own soldiers down to cuba and like tried to start a war it was like yeah it was fucking great loved it he really was the george w where like <laughs> you know there was a jeb candidate you know the guy that was supposed to do it and then there is the big dumbass with the katana collection <laughs> that's teddy roosevelt JFK wasn't even the Kennedy that was supposed to be president. That was supposed to be Joe, but he got turned into confetti over Europe. So that was the end of that. (laughs) 
Actually, I'll give you this. JFK is a little closer to Nixon, too, because he had an army of dead people who he'd forced to vote for him. So. <laughs> In Illinois. <laughs> 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 JFK literally brought the dead back to life in Chicago and had them vote for him. Yeah, that rules. Like this whole bit that the Dems do where they cry and they're like, God, it's so awful. Trump spreads conspiracy theories. And then he gets up there and he has these rallies and he gets people all energized and he and it's just all emotional. And it's like, you can do that too, you fucking idiots. Like you could absolutely do that shit. Why wouldn't you spread conspiracy theories? These people are actual monsters. Who gives a fuck if you make something up about them? Go for it. Do what you gotta do. Get some goddamn power. If 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 the other guys you genuinely believe is going to destroy our democracy, then how pathetic are you that you're not even willing to give an emotionally laden speech in order to get some fucking votes? Like, Jesus Christ. LBJ famously it's called his opponent. It's like, yeah, I want you all to call him a goat fucker. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sir, we don't think he uh, fucks goats. He's like, I neither do I, but I want him to deny it. <laughs> <laughs> sir, is, there any, is that a saying where you're from? Nope. <laughs> okay. Um... Why goat? I'm the president. <laughs> yeah, the Dems could do that we shit. We could now. workshop dog fucker. No. <laughs> goat. Goat fucker. Call him a goat fucker. <laughs> uh, these are absolutely things they could do now if they actually like gave a fuck about winning or truly believed things were as dire as they pretended it to be. Like, get up there and just lie through your teeth and be like, yeah, of course we're going to do full Medicare for all because it's all about the people. The people are what matters. Fuck these corporations and wealthy, and then just get in and be like, ah, you fucking bought it, you idiots. That's what Obama did in 2008. We all bought that shit yeah. hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Boss. Boss, real quick, just before we lock it in. Chick, chicken fucker? <laughs> nope. <laughs> goat fucker. No, people aren't going to buy him fucking a chicken. <sighs> it's goat fucker. That's the last I want to hear on this. All right, sorry. Even Obama, though, couldn't do the thing where I actually go as hard after anybody, right? He's the guy who's like, I I'm going to have a, a beer summit with a cop who who harassed a black professor. That was a thing that happened that I think we everybody forgot about. At his own home. Like, at his own home. Like, uh, he's the ultimate, like, well, we should make nice with these people. Like, fuck that. Call Mitch McConnell a turtle-faced bitch. Like, come on. Pig fucker? <laughs> Sorry, that's not the sketch. I'm talking about Obama now. <laughs> He really did invite that cop over for a beer. It was amazing. And he drank the Flint water. No, he very obviously didn't. <laughs> that guy rules. <laughs> there was a story that they and had then, a huge uh, list of like Obama's executive orders that the Trump administration has, and they've spaced it out so that like Trump just gets to do one every four days and cancel it out just so he has something to do and look forward to. See, that's the kind of pettiness <laughs> that like that's I like so that's just cool. delightful. Obama had an actual progressive swell that hadn't been seen since him was happening in the country and activating all sorts of previously uninterested voters and American demographics. And he called up all of his friends like Pete Buttigieg and Liz Warren and Amy Klobuchar and killed the movement so that he could take another shot at protecting his legacy and so it had to be Joe Biden because Bloomberg looked too much like a creepy gnome on stage. <laughs> and so this is his second shot at securing his legacy. And it's old bloody eyeball Biden. <laughs> <laughs> what a Obama's such a fucking idiot. His wife has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and with that, I think we're going to end the episode. So thank you all for listening. This has been Brad Relentless Board. That was Rob a Dumb and Awful, Brad a Fizz for Shizzle. The show account is at Dumb Awful Show. Um, we have bonus episodes on Patreon, patreon.com backslash dumb and awful. And as always, if you want to help us some other way, you can subscribe, rate us, write a nice review. <clears throat> it actually doesn't matter what the content of your review is, just so long as you, it's five stars and then you jam out whatever you want on the keyboard. All right, thanks for listening, y'all. Have a good one.